Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Howling Lizard Podcast. I am the Howling Lizard's co-host, the Weeping Statue. And, well, as of now, I'm just going to do introductions for the scary stories. Tonight's scary story is going to be quite an intriguing tale. It's about a young man named Rod, and he's from the state of California, specifically L.A. Quite a nice town. He was just about to head out on the road to become a paranormal researcher. And, well, right before he left, some conquerors from outer space put a damper on his plan. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to present the Howling Lizard's Tale, Bleeding L.A. Enjoy. So, I gotta do this quick. My name is Rod, and well, I think this is it, not just for me, but for everyone on Earth, well, at least everyone that's human. I don't know how long it's been, all I remember is this event happened when I was 23, that was back in 2024. We didn't know what was coming. I didn't know what was coming. This is it. You see, the government, the United States government, at least called this event Bleeding LA. Because, well, what happened in Los Angeles is still burnt into my mind. Back all so long ago, 2024, 23 years old, I was ready to go. I was ready to hit the road. I just finished college just a few months before, back in May. I was going to travel the road, become a paranormal podcast, just like one of my favorite podcasters. His name was The Howling Lizard. I was always into shows and podcasts like that. Ancient aliens, ghost hunters, finding Bigfoot even. But what I believed in and what I was going to look for could have never prepared me for this. It was the eve of July 20th. Me and my buddy Marco, we had just finished going down to the local watering hole in downtown LA had a few drinks partied because around 2 a.m. in the morning I planned on packing my stuff and I was officially going to leave LA and pursue my dreams of the paranormal but that dream seemingly started earlier than expected 
right before I left town, about 12, 30, 1 o'clock, I went up to a hilltop just on the outskirts of L.A. just to take a look at the night lights, the city, one more time before I hit my exit. And then I was officially gone from L.A. The lights were as beautiful as ever. I just reminisced on my favorite food spots, like Koreatown, going to Kim's Bento and getting a bibimbap, and just reminiscing on me and my best friend Marco, who is a well, I don't know what he, what's I don't know what's what he is anymore. He just we used to have a blast. But then, this night changed everything. I remember, it was almost about two. I had a 12-pack. Finishing up my last drink for the night. only had about three or so. I was starting to pack up. Clean up the bottles. And then, I heard the most terrifying sound in my life. After I heard that sound, there's a massive earthquake. I saw in the streets below cracks forming in the streets. My car tires popped. All my beers fell down. Everything just started to shake. Whew. Then I saw whole neighborhoods, houses just started to collapse on their foundation. It was, it was crazy. I was like, was this a mega quake that scientists have been talking about? Was this an explosion? I had no idea at the time and all the confusion. Then I remember I looked down at the streets and I saw some people pointing up. And then I looked up and I saw the sky. I remember that it was a very cloudy night in Los Angeles, but those clouds had disappeared. I looked up in the sky and I saw, I don't know what it was exactly. It looked like a hole ripped right through reality. It was this giant, like somebody took their hands and ripped a hole right in the sky. And inside the hole was just this blood red color. And I looked around. I noticed the whole of L.A. was just covered in this blood red color, this crimson color. I started to hear people pray. I started to hear people cry. I didn't know what to think. This this moment was so surreal. I thought this was a dream. You know, maybe me and Marco had too many 
shots of the good stuff that night, but that unfortunately wasn't the case. I looked back down to L.A. just to see what it all looked like. Um, I looked in downtown L.A., one of the skyscrapers, it started to fall and crash. It looked like all the windows were busted down. It just didn't make any sense. I heard over the radio there was a crack in South Central LA that literally split neighborhoods into two from the earthquake. It just does it just didn't make sense anymore. Then next thing I knew I heard the sound again. And after I heard the sound again, it wasn't followed by an earthquake. I braced for an earthquake, though, because that first one was just so shocking. It was followed by a lightning storm, a continual lightning storm. It happened for about a minute or two. Just remember, I looked up and I immediately had to turn away. It was almost like UV lights being flashed in my eye. I just didn't know what it was. I just remember in that moment, my skin, it felt like it started to burn. And everything around me, it just felt really hot. Almost as if it was 120 degrees outside. Which made no sense because this was a cool, calm night with steady breezes. Why is this happening? After the lightning storm, I looked up and I saw, <laughs> well, the first sign of the paranormal. It was a ship. It was in the shape of a hexagon. I could see all these bright blue lights on top of it. It was it was so surreal. It just didn't make sense to me at the time. It, it just didn't make sense. The ship was... Well, unlike when you see in other extraterrestrial movies, this ship was completely silent. All you could do was see it turn and the blue lights on top of it flash on and off. There was no sound though. No hovering sound. Nothing. It just sat in the sky. It was this jet black ship like a B-2 stealth bomber. Just sitting up there. I just didn't understand it. I know I should have probably left. Well... How could I really have left? All my car tires were popped. Unless I tried to steal someone's car like I had to do in these past few seemingly years or months. 
that I've been out in this wasteland. I just remember I couldn't I couldn't move. I was just shocked by the whole situation. The thing that you would expect from a situation like this would be for the military to be deployed into that area and possibly take out whatever this was, but that wasn't the case. I don't know what it was, but around Los Angeles or possibly the whole of California, there must have been some sort of force field around it. I remember just sitting where I was for about an hour or two. I saw military helicopters fly above, try to shoot missiles at this ship and nothing happened. I was wondering why didn't any of our local National Guard come out to help. I didn't hear anything. I wonder if these beings that we found flying over us now took care of them first. About three hours in, I just sat there trying to get on my phone to see how Marco was. There was no cell connection at all. Nothing. I wonder if that was just for me or for everybody else. I remember looking down at L.A. again. It looked like the whole of it started to crumble. The skyscrapers downtown after the first one fell. I guess it was just a matter of time before all of them fell as well. This this, this was something straight out of a movie. This, this, this was, this, wow. I heard police sirens going around seemingly all of L.A. But still, no National Guard, nothing. I just looked at the ship and contemplated what was in there. I've heard so many stories about gray aliens and reptilians that are hostile towards humanity. I wonder if this was them. After so many hours just looking down to my destroyed home, just in that blood red color, as if the whole of Los Angeles was starting to die slowly. I was just in shock. After so many hours, I started to lose track of time, especially to this day. I still can't remember even think what year it is, what time it is, how many birthdays have passed. I know I've gotten older, maybe about 20 years, but... I still can't pinpoint it. After so long, <clears throat> still on that hilltop, I finally was able to get up. That earthquake hit so hard, I felt sick. I couldn't stop throwing up for at least 10 minutes at the beginning of it. My skin 
was still burning um, to this day from the few medical books that I've found. It, it seems that I may have gotten a form of skin cancer. I believe the ship was radiating intense nuclear waves of some kind. Ugh, it still hurts on my travels. Last time I looked at a map, I was on my way to San Francisco, but I don't know where I am anymore. I just know wherever it is I am, everything is destroyed and the red light still remains. I remember right before I got up and tried to walk away, I couldn't run. I was just so damaged by what I saw in the physical events. It was just torture. I remember seeing, I looked up at the ship for one last time. The bottom of the ship, this giant hexagon in the air, the bottom of the ship started to glow blue with some sort of energy. Then I remember seeing it, a beam shoot from it. There was no sound until it hit. As I looked down at LA for the last time, I saw an explosion bigger than anything any army on this planet could have created. I just saw fire and death rolling down every way in Los Angeles. A huge smoke cloud, a shockwave that knocked me back down to the ground. The sound was horrific. Almost as if this beam annihilated everything that was down in Los Angeles. As I started to wake up and look around, there was nothing. L.A. had been turned into a giant sand pit. There was nothing identifiable, nothing buildings, everything was seemingly completely incinerated. Nothing was left behind. And as for the spacecraft, well, that wasn't in the sky anymore. The giant crack in the sky remained, but the ship was gone. Turns out, after I was able to leave L.A. broken and battered, that shockwave did something to my body. I almost wanted to say it 
cracked the whole of my skeleton. It just, my body just didn't feel right from it. I couldn't move my arms right for what I've perceived to be years now. I can barely move it. I believe the movement of my arm is equivalent to someone with horrible arthritis. As I finally started to travel this wasteland known as California, I couldn't find anyone else. There is no human being nowhere. I was actually able to make it to Sacramento right before I started to travel to San Francisco. Everything was destroyed. I fortunately was able to find food and supplies at markets. But what I found was very little. I managed, however, to come upon a military base completely abandoned as it seemed there is no destruction or anything on it it's almost as if the military guardsmen were taken away I looked through lockers and dorms all their possessions were still there they were just gone However, fortunately enough, I was able to find a radio, military-grade radio. It worked just for a few days, and then that was it. I heard things over this radio, stuff of nightmares. They're coming at us. They've taken everyone. We don't know what they are. We can't stop them. A few hours before the radio finally went out, I heard a voice over the radio. It wasn't human. I know that much. And whatever it was saying, it wasn't of this earth. I just heard I just heard a very very deep voice I I can't explain it exactly it was it was horrible it was monstrous there's also some hissing sounds and some other sounds I couldn't explain I think I think I also heard screaming over that radio but here and now I don't know what's going to happen I think maybe this is going to be it for me in the next few days I've started to cough up blood and I just can't deal with it anymore I'm starting to lose my mind I'm tarting, starting to snap this red color, which I'm for sure now engulfs the planet. It's everywhere. There's no more color in this world except red. No more blue sky. No more green grass. Nothing.
well, if somebody happens to come over this recording, whoever, whatever, this was, wait, no, no! Sounds like a quite unfortunate end for our friend Rod there. You know, he sounded like a like a good guy. He wanted to be just like my boss, the Howling Lizard. He had good taste. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, I don't think he made it. But uh, hey, folks, just a little disclaimer. We can't uh, disclose if this story is true or not. You know, this could be happening soon or not. You know, like, I guess we'll find out in a few years or so. But... Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, this was the Howling Lizard's co-host, the Weeping Statue. I hope you come back for more scary stories in the future, you know, if you're not scared. Thank you. <laughs>